You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Family, friends, fans, and foes, it's time once again for Never Sleeps Network's Talking Wrestling, and I'm your host, Casey Corbin, and thank you today for joining us on the podcast. Uh, hey, folks, uh, we, we're, we're having a great time. We're still on tour, touring Western Canada. We just finished up down in L.A., and now we are up here in uh, Canada, Alberta, Canada, um, and we're doing some shows up here for a bit before we head back out to uh, Vancouver, but with that said... Um, you know, we got a great guest for you today, and uh, but before we get to our guests, you know what we have to do. We have to, uh, you you got to hit us up on all those social media outlets. Make sure you uh, you hit us up on the uh, the old iTunes rate, review, subscribe. If you give us a five star uh, rating and a favorable review, we will uh, well we'll we'll send you a postcard from 1984, um, the wrestling postcard book. So pick out your favorite wrestler from 1984 or Google a wrestler from 1984. And if we have that postcard, we will mail that postcard to you to thank you for the review. Uh, also, check us out on, on uh, Spotify. We're on Spotify. You can listen to us on Spotify now. Don't even have to go looking for the podcast to find out, oh, I can't. I don't have iTunes. Where am I going to find it? Is it on Stitcher? Is it over here? Is it over there? Google Play, yes, we're all on all those places, but or even go to Never Sleeps Network. But you know what? Spotify, that's where we are. Check us out on Spotify. Um, on Twitter, go over to Twitter at TNW Pod. Give us a follow, give us a like, give us a tweet. Uh, on Instagram, that's uh, that's probably where most fans follow us on the old Instagram, the wrestling Instagram, the talking wrestling Instagram. It is at uh, Talking Wrestling Podcast. So, uh, and remember, it's not talking wrestling, it's talk in wrestling, as in ripped off of Hulk Hogan's rock in wrestling. So, um, that's exactly what we were going for. Uh, where else, where else, where else? Facebook, talking wrestling. We have a pay Facebook page on Facebook, so check us out there. Uh, also on, um, I guess that's it, Twitter, YouTube. No, we're not on YouTube. Um, where else are we? I you, I say these things every week. I shouldn't have to say them every week over and over again, but it's part of the show. And uh, the last one, oh, on Gmail. Send us a Gmail if you'd like, um, if you haven't already, uh, talkingwrestling at gmail.com. So uh, with that said, folks, it is time to get to the show. And my guest today is uh, a wrestling fan uh, from Winnipeg, now makes his home in uh, in Alberta, uh, Calgary, Alberta, and um, and he's a uh, a writer, he's a comedian, he's a producer, and he's uh, with me right now. Uh, Scott Porteous is on the show. How you doing, Scott? I'm doing well, Casey. And yourself? I am doing uh, great. I'm doing great. It's a beautiful day here. Uh, when I came back up from L.A., I was really uh, sad to come up to the snow, but <laughs> you know what? There hasn't been what any snow. snow. <laughs> There's no snow. And uh, there's no snow pro- like for this entire week, 
So yeah. it's great, which means um, by the time the snow comes here, I'll be going to Vancouver to get away from it for a little bit longer. Yeah, and I'll be in the snow. And then I'll come back, and then I'll have to drive to Brandon, Manitoba from Ooh. Calgary. Wow, that's a, quite a ways. And it's we're going to go through snow. I'm yep. sure we will. But the good news is it's pretty much a straight stretch okay. for the majority yep. of the way. I'm guessing it's, it's you're in Manitoba, man. Yeah, it's 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 straight one down road, one down road, one road down, uh, same highway. We're not even going to we're not even going to Brandon, Manitoba. What we're actually doing is I'm trying to find Brock Lesnar's house. Is it Saskatchewan? <laughs> uh, is Saskatchewan or I th- I heard I of it's Saskatchewan. I I think it's uh, yeah, but he's been to the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, they they've honored him there, so right. he's been. But the thing is, is um, I've heard Manitoba, but I've I've also heard Saskatchewan. But I know he's been like, he met a country artist in a bar. Oh wow! In um, oh god damn, it's Swift Current. Oh shit! And uh, and he and he was just at a bar drinking, and he liked the country artist, and he bought the album, and then he went on Stone Cold's podcast and talked about the country artist and the album, and told me he'd give it to him. Oh, so and he named the artist, but wow. I can't remember. Talk about plugs. But, but out of all of this, what I got from it is Brock Lesnar hangs out in Swift Current. <laughs> He doesn't like people. That's um, that's that's what you're led to believe. Mm-hmm. Well, if you live to Saskatchewan, uh, he, he, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, um, and I have heard that Rena Mero has been, uh, or Rena uh, Lesnar has been seen. Rena Mero, <laughs> wild man over here, <laughs> Sable. That was the start of her thing. But anyway, um, uh, Sable has been seen in Regina. So, uh, you know, Rena in Regina, you know, just make your own <laughs> jokes there. But um, Brock doesn't, I've heard it, he doesn't even have a telephone. He has a telephone on his property. You have to go down the driveway, and it's near the end of the driveway. There's a phone booth. I, you know what I actually heard? It sounded like, I heard it sounded like he doesn't not like people. It's that he's afraid of um, interaction. Like, social, he's socially awkward, apparently. That's Probably. What, yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, I know a lot of people like that. But... Um, I have a friend who works at the WWE, mm-hmm. and uh, he has dealt with Brock firsthand. And he said he's nothing but professional and and nice, and really, really, he was surprised at how nice he actually was. Really? Yeah. And I was. He's a good actor, then. Well, I, that's another thing I've been saying. He's a fucking great actor. He's a great professional wrestler. He's a better professional wrestler than he is UFC fighter. I don't care what people think about that take. But I will just say I stand behind it because you don't sell in UFC. Mm-hmm. You sell in wrestling. And pro wrestling. Pro wrestling, yeah. Can you imagine a guy selling in a high school track meet? <laughs> I mean, like a high school meet? He's like... <laughs> Slam for like a second. Yeah, oh! he, he got suplex. He's selling the neck. He's They're like... like Get down on your knees. Get in the position. He's like, hold on. He's like limping he's over. He does a timeout thing. Yeah, he does a timeout. He's like, how come the... Like, okay, so I was so obsessed with wrestling that when I got to grade nine, I didn't want to go out for football because I was scared of, I was afraid of getting hit. Uh, I was pretty small. I was like maybe, you know, uh, 130 pounds uh, going to grade nine, which probably is average. But um, <laughs> that's like 10 pounds less than I was four years ago. <laughs> You're like, like, you were fat in grade nine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, but what happened was I decided I, I went out for the wrestling team okay. rather than. And uh, and realized um, 
No, wrestling is really, 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 really difficult. Oh yeah, cardio I can imagine. And so is the training for it, and it was a lot of running, a lot of stretching, and like, and the wrestling was fun, but I just wasn't good at it, and I wasn't good enough. It was the wrestling club; there were no cuts, mm-hmm. but there was a team within the club, and you wanted to make the team, otherwise you're on the practice roster. Right. And I was a practice roster guy, and basically like a jobber. Uh, well, no, I was I was fucking NXT development. Ooh. You know, I was I w- nobody knows who I am at this time, but right, I'm not right. a jobber yet. I'm not even on television. So, but we had good wrestlers, and uh, I just loved it. But at the same time, my neck has never been the same. It's always been a little cracky here and there from neck bridging and fucking working out your neck and all that stuff. And um, then the coach called up my dad and said that I wouldn't be making the main, like the main team. And basically, because uh, wrestling, learning to wrestle is one thing, mm-hmm. but also a big part of wrestling is maintaining your weight. And they didn't teach. I'm a growing fucking child who's eating cheeseburgers every night. Like I can't, you know, you can't stop yeah. the beast. You're a teenager. No, I'm a teenager. So I like the guys that committed to wrestling in high school that fucking maintained weight and shit like that. Oh, that's commitment. That is commitment because you're like, I can't go out and get laid. I gotta fucking yeah, not eat. <laughs> got to make weight, you know. Fucking, I got to go wrap myself in saran wrap and run a fucking block. I couldn't do it. Like, I don't get laid in general, but, like, the, no. the, to make the effort. I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, no confirming it. No. <laughs> no you don't. The word is in. I read no. your diary. No, I, uh, no, and that's the thing. I don't have that kind of, I don't have that commitment. I'd rather have some joy in my life than doing the same thing over and over. Unless you have passion for it, I guess it's different. If you enjoy it, I mean, by all means. But eh. well, it was good when we got to gym class because when we got to gym class, I'd already been wrestling for half a season, right? And gym was in my second semester, so uh, by the time we took the two weeks of wrestling, I got it in gym class. I was like one of the best wrestlers oh, yeah. in gym class, and I would win. I couldn't pin guys like, but. I would fucking throw them around the mat like two points, two points, two points. I think in gym class I would be like the Dolph Ziggler. I took falls like no man. Like <laughs> I, I, I was like the best at tumbling. I was a great tumbler. You had a great match with the rope. Yeah, no, it was actually the mat. <laughs> it was, it was just the mat. When you did that stupid thing, you run around, jump and flip, and like that was me. And I was like, I was taking falls. Whenever I like, played wrestle with like other kids in school, I'd always like just fly. Oh, yeah, I was the Ziggler of my time. Yeah, I'm. Another part of it, fake wrestling was it wasn't anything like real wrestling, mm-hmm. and that was part of the problem too. I'm like, so there's no clotheslines, and there's no, you know, there's like there's suplexes, mm-hmm. but but and there are takedowns, and there are leg locks, but you know, for the most part, it's all very difficult, and it's very difficult when the person's wrestling against you is not cooperating with you. Yeah, either. they're not they're not selling. I was like, you're not selling, yeah. and you're not, and that's where this all because everybody wants to be Undertaker, right? So you know, you just get up right after you hit. Yeah, <laughs> I remember actually when you say the clothesline thing. I remember I was thinking about this the other day when I was in like in elementary. That one time during recess, there's these two bigger grade five kids or whatever, just running around holding hands and just clotheslining just random kids uh, for the whole recess. Well, yeah. there used to be a game that we used to play called. Red Rover, Rover, Red Rover, Rover. yeah, yeah. Or another one was just called British Bulldog. I remember that one too. Yeah. So both of them involved clotheslines, like you running into a clothesline, a volunteered clothesline, (laughs) a consensual clothesline. Yeah, a consensual clothesline, a consensual area, (laughs) a likable area. (laughs) Can you imagine a consensual clothesline? (laughs) 
and a likable Larry. I would like that for a wrestling gimmick. Just like every movie before. Please sign here. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm the consensual wrestler. <laughs> I won't do it's any like, movie without you consent to do it. Do you agree with me grabbing you in the ass to lift you for an atomic drop? <laughs> do you agree? Do you, you must consent to this. And he's got him in the headlock. Rather than submitting, it's like, yes, consent. say yes. Consent. 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 That's his, consent. That's his consent. Tab. The only wrestler that would have to get consent is like, is 100% fucking Joey Ryan. <laughs> like, the dick guy. The dick guy. The dick guy. Yeah, it was now uh, Simon. You know what? I, I kind of felt bad because they did such a big angle on Joey Ryan on, on being the elite, and then they did such a big angle with him on the original All In or mm-hmm. All Out, but he's not in AEW. And I thought he was. Oh, I was thinking the other guy. Bad no. boy, Joey Ganellis is there. Joey Ganellis is there, Janelle but nobody there. does a dick flip is there. Right. And, uh, and the thing is, is now he's signed with Impact, and Impact, they're letting him be the Joey Ryan that he is. And That's awesome. He's got the sleaze pop and uh, the breast plex. Uh, he wrestles a lot of women, and, uh, and Impact is the only place that's doing intergender wrestling on a regular basis right. on TV. And I can see that because if any... If any uh, um, uh, wrestling organization would let Joey Ryan be himself. It would be the one that would have on their debut uh, the Johnsons in, in a wrestling match who were just, just a giant dick joke. So if it doesn't surprise me that okay. Impact... I remember I watched that at the first pay-per-view a while ago, and then I remember, I remember, uh, yeah, they had the Johnsons, and yeah. they're just pretty much guys dressed like dicks. And it, and the, did you watch Beyond for Glory? Beyond Glory? What is Beyond Bound for, for Glory? Bound for Glory. Yeah. It, but, but, be, but Beyond it, I watch. Uh, I watched it, and then I watched the credits twice. So <laughs> I watched Beyond Bound for Glory. No, no, but um, I thought it was great. Uh, Sammy Callahan won the title. Is that, is that, is that what happened? I didn't keep a track with the impact. There's so much wrestling well, that went on. That's the thing is there is. It's a great so time to be a fan. There is so much wrestling going on this week. I have not. Like, look at we're going into Survivor Series this weekend. That's going to be awesome. I don't have a fucking clue what's going on, and I'm hosting the wrestling podcast. <laughs> You're doing good. The good thing is, is talking wrestling just talking wrestling generically. It doesn't uh, specify. Mm-hmm. That was generical wrestling. Yeah, a generico as a wrestling. <laughs> El generic. We, we, we talk an hour on generico. Yeah. And then we mispronounce Chris Jericho as generico <laughs> as well. <laughs> Chris generico. Which we will be talking about Jericho a little later. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, yeah, because like right now it's like, I've watched AEW. I watched MLW. Um, I, I, you know. Did you watch Lucha Underground when it was on? Was that Lucha Underground when it was? No, on? you know what? I watched every now and again, mm-hmm. but um, there's certain guys I liked. But I, I would what I would do is I never watched an episode, but I would watch the matches on YouTube. With the highlights or something. The highlights. Yeah. And like, so for, for example, one time, uh, Matt Cross came to uh, Toronto, and he was wrestling Walter. Ooh. And uh, huge size difference. And does he punch Walter in the balls to get over like every Brock Lesnar match? <laughs> no, he doesn't. Uh, what he does is he um, Walter goes to chop him outside the ring and hits his hand on the post. Right. And now he can't use his chop hand. Yeah. So Ra- Walter has to wrestle rather than just chop uh, Matt Cross. Right. But Matt Cross is a crazy small luchador. That's awesome. And uh, you forget that uh, Walter's a ring general. So yeah, he's uh, a technical wrestler. Yeah, he's he, he can do everything. And uh, I'm glad. And I, I, mean, I haven't even watched a bunch of... The, they seem like the Saudi Arabia might have been the last full thing that I watched. Mm-hmm. 
and I haven't had a chance because I was down in LA doing a lot of live shows, and you know, like, oh my God, New Japan was so great. Like, I think I might like Jay White now. I don't the know. same blade. Yeah, I don't know too much. I just know like a little bit, right? Like, I was on the note of like the, the whole kicking the balls thing. This one thing I, I like about Pete Dunn, it's just so refreshing with the joints of the fingers. Yeah. Thing. Oh, I just no, no. It cringe. I, it cringes. Him and Marty when they both do it, and now there's another guy. I saw another guy doing it, but but that's all Marty and Peter. Marty was the first guy I saw. Marty Stroll. Yeah, yeah. Oh, working really? the fingers like that, and then Pete. I saw Pete Dunn doing it, and then Pete Zuckerberg did. What's that? Pete Zuckerberg did. Well, he might have, but the thing is, is um, they had a match together in in, in Toronto at Destiny Wrestling. Oh wow! And Pete was the cruiserweight champion at the time, and Marty. Uh, was in Ring of Honor, but uh, it was fucking great. Like I wish I could have been there, but I had a the Impact Channel. If you buy the Impact Channel, it has all this indie wrestling as well on okay. it, and you could go and watch des- the matches from Destiny Wrestling. You can go matches from Smash. Uh, all fo- all sorts of Ontario wrestling is on there. Right, but um, Impact, yeah, great roster. Um and great matches and Joey Ryan gets to be himself. That's the bottom line. So I, 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 it's just for us. I love to have like storylines of Joey Ryan and his penis. Like you know, if it turns heel or something on him. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. There was a match where they had the NWA female champion. Right. Um. Who uh, her name escapes me right now. And uh, if you know, tweet it at us. Uh. Let Let me know what I, what it is. I'm not an expert. I'm just an enthusiast. Um, however, uh, you can probably find this match online from Greek Town uh, Wrestling uh, Survivor Series or SummerSlam weekend from this summer in Toronto, and uh, it's the NWA uh, World uh, Female Champ, and she goes against uh, Joy Ryan, mm-hmm. and uh, at one part she t- she breaks down in the middle of the match and she gives a speech on consent, <laughs> which is also what along the lines <laughs> that we were talking about. And then she gave, she goes, and with that said, I consent to the rest of this match. And then the next thing you know, she's grabbing the dick and getting dick flipped. And uh, <laughs> so, is so you know, it, it had happened. Was it that same wrestler who had a tampon? No. Okay. That's Priscilla Kelly. All right. And that happened at a suburb. Was that consented to? <laughs> oh, no, that was planned. Okay. They, that, 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 that definitely was planted. That's yeah, for it was, sure. It was planted way up there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they, uh, you know, they, that was during a suburban fight show. Mm-hmm. And oddly enough, um, my buddies from We Watch Wrestling, Matt McCarthy and Vince Averill, were doing the commentary on it. <laughs> and that went viral. So Yeah, I wonder if that's sort of going uh, eBay. Or I don't know what people go on for auctions. For well, that, that, that's <laughs> used tampon. I, I, I'm, I'm looking for some... Uh, Wrestler DNA. I'm gonna uh, <laughs> make some clones. Get them clones for a storyline. Yeah, storyline. You're be like, we've cloned you, and 20 years later, we're here. And it's like six Priscilla Castleys, and they all have tampons hanging <laughs> in their vaginas. And you know, and whatever, just whatever you want to do, book it. Um. So with that, what is your now? What what is? I always like to ask, uh, what is your origin story? Like, how did you get into wrestling? Uh, how what? How did did wrestling find you, or did you find it? What exactly brought you in wrestling? Together? I think my dad he used to have like the satellite back in the day before he had to order it. You'd be at satellite, you'd have the pay per views. I remember, yeah. I remember watching like SummerSlam '92 or 90, I don't remember. I can't, I can't like you know quote verbatim the matches, but like the Ultimate Warrior, 
the Legion of Doom, Hulk Hogan. Um, yeah, I just I loved the whole story. I I love the whole like the colors and the characters, and, the story. and I still it's the same thing. Like I like wrestling, but I really I could watch a promo, hours of promos, just 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 being like enthralled in it. And uh, yeah, I'm just I love just little stories. It's it's my stories. It's uh since I was a kid. For a while, I kind of went off of it because I felt like yeah, this is dumb. And then, you know, this and then they have you out. They put you back in, right? NXT yeah. kind of resurrected my interest in uh, wrestling. And then from there, it just uh, developed. And I just stayed that way. Um, you know, it's it's uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty sweet. Like, I love discovering new wrestling or old. Well, I love discovering old wrestling that mm-hmm. I haven't seen yet. And so I was on my YouTube. And, like, my YouTube page is pretty much, like, there's some. Would you like to see these comedians? And then the rest of it is like, would you like to see wrestling and metal? You know, so it's, it's always the same repetitive things. Mm-hmm. But one showed me was like part two of Jerry Lawler and Ric Flair uh, from the Memphis Wrestling Vault. Now, people, if you have not seen the Memphis Wrestling Vault on YouTube, well, guess what? I guess Jerry Lawler put up the entire collection because it is there. And so in a four or five, um, you know, the, the videos are about anywhere from four to ten minutes. Um, I watched the whole angle from when Ric Flair entered Memphis as the NWA champ. He's agreed to have one match on TV, and he's agreed to meet their champion in the ring on Sunday. So he's there for like the week or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's playing it off like, I got to give Memphis credit, you know, like – I, I thought this was just a terrible town, but I was wrong, and I gave it another chance, and woo, we are having some good times, Memphis. And he goes, and I came here to see all the beautiful, and Flair is just like in vintage Flair mode. Flair mode. Yeah. Like, it's so great to watch him when he's so great. And then, uh, but then Jerry's like, uh, you know, he's and then so Ric Flair's getting ready for his match. But Jerry comes out and he goes, I want to shake your hand, nature boy. You know, like, we just wrestled three weeks ago in Florida, so I know you know who I am. And he's like, yeah, well, they call you the king around here. You know, you're like, so so they have their little thing. Right. And But then Jerry's trying to, like, he knows that Ric Flair's biggest weakness is his ego. Mm-hmm. So he's like, why are you wasting your time with some guy who's – from our wrestling school, he's wrestled like maybe one match in his life. Like, you know, you're the world champion. Like, why don't you wrestle somebody? Like, you know, why don't you wrestle me for 10 minutes? Sure, I can't beat you. You're the world champion. In 10 minutes, I can't beat you. And then the, the nature boy's like, well, of course you can't beat me in 10 minutes. I'm the world champion. You know, like, yeah, right. he plays, manipulating it. Yeah, but yeah. He, he manipulates him into putting it on for 10 minutes. And then they have the 10 minute studio match. And it doesn't. So then Jerry's like, "Well, why don't you? You know, if you think in a, he's trying to get him to put yeah. the belt up and about, he's like, you won't. You don't want five more minutes and put the belt on the. He's like, for five more minutes. So they do it and whatever. But it's just such a great angle and it's so awesome. And um, this and is the back of the day I could take a pump. Oh well, it was so great. Like, like it was. You know, um, it was fantastic. And you watch this whole angle and it's like five videos in a row. And then you're like, okay, well, what else do we have? Mm-hmm. And they have a lot. They have everything. Everything is there. Uh, Jimmy Hart, love Jimmy Hart. Like, he's so good. Um, you know, like, even up through the 90s, like, you have 
you know, the Undertaker's there before he was ever the Undertaker. So really? you have Mean Mark Callius there as well. Uh, yeah, the um, the Christmas creature. I don't know about that. I haven't got to that. <laughs> but I am highly recommending you people, if you're on YouTube, of course, who's on? Who's not on YouTube? You know, Amish. Amish? The Amish Warriors, that's their favorite wrestler anyway. <laughs> the Amish Warriors. They do. And they have so many <laughs> pictures drawn of him that they can watch if they flip them fast. <laughs> Warrior. Yeah, you never see the Amish warrior. No, I you've have never not. seen the Amish I've warrior. Never seen the Amish warrior, please enlighten. This me. is I'm not making that up. Oh, you're not. <laughs> no, the Amish warrior was an uh, was an ECW guy. Um, hold on, I'm just we're, we're just gonna bring him oh, up. Oh, I the, I need to see this Amish warrior. I like when you start typing it in, and it's just like okay, no nobody's ever searched this before. <laughs> the Amish, That's original right there. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Images. We'll just go to images. And we'll try to find this motherfucker. But yeah, there was a wrestler in EC. There he is, right there. Sita. That's him right there. Which one? This right. This guy right here. Here? No. This. Oh. That's oh. oh, that's probably him as well now. Oh wow. But that's him from back then. And we'll get a bigger picture of him here. Um, there he is. There appearing at Wrestle Cafe Weekend Roadkill. Uh, that was his name also. Roadkill, oh. <laughs> the Amish warrior. What was his finisher be? Um, uh, nothing with electricity. <laughs> I lights out. Lights out. <laughs> the, the the butter churner. The butter churner. The 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 barn raiser. The the barn. Ra- yeah, that's when I'm trying to think. Well, if your name was the Amish warrior, what would your move set look like? The 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 the, the horse and buggy. Was would his like sledgehammer be his hat? Yeah, yeah, probably, probably. Like the buckles on his hat or something, maybe. Oh, definitely. He, he looked like a pilgrim. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that that was a character in ECW. His WrestleMania moment would be coming out with the horse and buggy. Well, his WrestleMania mania moment would be being frightened by uh, lights <laughs> and technology. Right. Uh, so, up Walter Foams. <laughs> he started like cowering. Yeah, he, he's totally. Uh, <laughs> He's like, un- he's like gone into like unfrozen caveman lawyer. It's like <laughs> all your explosives and fancy lights. Um, so so okay. So then we were talking about um, what were we talking about before we got talking to about the origin of wrestling. Yeah yeah yeah. So your origin of wrestling. So your dad, your dad, your mm-hmm. dad watched it, and then you watched it. Yeah. You know, stuff. Oh yeah, and that's that's it was cool. Like that's I was like, and, you, and then I played. Then I had the video games, and you went and you played all through the video the, games. And all the that. Royal Rumble. For like the Super Nintendo, I remember playing that yeah. a lot. And then yeah, then and uh, what else? Then the wrestlers, the, the the rubber ones. The yes, yeah. I just went to watch on Netflix the the toys that made us of our. What's the show about that? There's a show about toys from our childhood. Okay, the toys that made us crazy or something like that. All right. And this one they feature the LJN model and all the wrestling dolls from oh, over shit. the years. That's awesome. Yeah, and I went to watch it last night, but my MacBook Pro is so fucking old. Uh, my Chrome will not support Netflix anymore. Neither will my Safari. And I don't know how to resurrect this problem. If you are a, a computer guy, hit me up on Talking Wrestling at Gmail. Tell me how to get my Netflix. Otherwise, I'm just going to go to Project Free TV and stream it like a pirate, like Carl LaDuke. So, or uh, that is actually, I speaking of Carl LaDuke and, and, and wrestlers from Quebec, I just saw a documentary, a trailer, 
uh, based on the the Mad Dog Va- Mad Dog the Vachon. Yeah, Paul the Butcher and Maurice Mad Dog Vachon, mm-hmm. and it's based on both of their careers. And it sort of shows like Mad Dog's talking about it like, you know, and he talks very slow now, and he's like, they always talk about Hulk Hogan slamming Andre, but Paul did it years before. And then they show a clip of like Paul the Butcher. Really? Andre yeah, the giant. I, I heard a lot of people signed Andre. Oh, because Andre wasn't 500 fucking pounds then. He was like 400 maybe. Not even. He nope. might have been even 390. Really? <laughs> like he was like he was like 400. Not even. Three, <laughs> 399. Like 399 and three quarters, man. It's way off. Yeah. Yeah, I heard a lot of people signed. I think it's like a Japanese wrestler signed him too. I don't I remember hearing that. I don't know. I just watched random countdowns. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, the, so um, did now uh, well, Haku slammed him. That sounds right. No, yeah. no, no, maybe no. Haku definitely signed Big John Studd. Sorry, that was my bad. Yeah. Um, did you ever go to any wrestling shows in Winnipeg? I went to one or two. Yeah, I went to the one with the. Uh, I just I don't remember all the match. I just remember Savio Vega versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, and I was supposed to go to and one. Like, do you remember how good their feud was? Like they had a good feud. The strap the match. The strap match. Yeah. Like, that was before Stone Cold really took off. I thought Savio Vega was underrated. I think he was underrated, too. Like, well, look at I can't name any of the other Les Los Bariquas. Los Bariquas. You know, but Savio Vega was. Well, he was before great. Los Bariquas, too, to keep that in mind. Yeah. But was, so his uh, feud with Stone Cold, that was before Stone Cold stepped it up. To the King of the Ring. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. But that was like. Wasn't really that where he just feud. became Stone Cold? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. That, so, that was like a good feud. Uh yeah so anyways and you saw that um, I was supposed to see Undertaker versus Ultimate Warrior but something happened where he couldn't go they canceled or something like that so that was something heartbroken about that one um yeah like, I haven't been to a wrestling show in a long time I never uh, other than WWF at the time uh, one show I watched in Winnipeg it's a local wrestling organization called River City Wrestling okay um and yeah but it's it's really it was interesting i've never seen independent wrestling before so it was really cool that every little characters and we're just little i just little wrestling coloring book i remember they had this guy who was ripping off jason yeah <laughs> his name was jason there's one guy named crybaby levinsky yeah so just stuff like that i love that kind of stuff man and oh yeah of course um did now that you so after spending time in winnipeg and now that you're here in calgary mm-hmm. um what is that like which town puts out the better wrestlers? Can't say Edmonton. Uh, well, Edmonton puts out a few. <laughs> Stu Hart. No, no, sorry, I was making a really tasteless joke. Were uh, you uh, making a Chris Benoit bit? No, you did though. Oh, okay, uh, I was just I was pointing there. We no, call him the Bible thumper the here. Bible thumper. That was his last gimmick. It didn't go over well. I don't know. I would probably say. I mean, I had to say Calgary, the dungeon, Bret Hart. So you think Calgary? Okay, so Calgary. But how many wrestlers has Calgary put out? That you do know of, like, because a lot of them that come out of the dungeon aren't from Calgary. Really? No. The Rock, <laughs> Sam Peters, that count. <laughs> no. He plays CFL for The Rock has more <laughs> more maritime connections than he does. To oh Calgary. yeah, right, right, right. Um, no, but like, for, well, Stu Hart's from Edmonton. Mm-hmm. Really? So, yes, and so and so is um, obviously Chris Benoit. Right. Um, but there were a lot of. <gasps> Sorry, I, I want to re- re- retract my answer. Okay. Winnipeg, for two reasons. For two reasons? How for about three? Three, actually, yes. Chris Jericho. One. Kenny Omega. Two. Roddy Piper. Three. Don Callius. Four. I don't know if Don Callius. I'm familiar with that one. Uh, Cyrus. Oh, from uh, the Truth Commission? Y- yes, the Truth okay. Commission. Oh, yeah, I was going to give his name, next character right. from 
He was also the Jackal. Jackal. Right. Yeah, yeah. He had many different character names. And now he does color commentary and he books uh, Impact Wrestling. Mm-hmm. So and they were really close to getting Chris Jericho to go there. But yeah. then Jericho went with AEW because I was at tapings where they were chant where he had the audience chanting Jericho, Jericho, right. Jericho behind the, like him and Josh Matthews. And uh, I was like, oh, my God, they're going to try to get Chris Jericho to come here because uh, I knew once he's out of his contract, he was going to go wherever yeah. he wanted. So and they're best buddies, too, because there's a Winnipeg connection like, you know, Jericho wanted to go to Japan and wrestle Kenny Omega. They hadn't really met. Yeah, they just he just knows he's from Winnipeg. I'm from Winnipeg. They have a good chemistry is, too. Of course they do. They fucking play the same places. Sometimes yeah, but sometimes you, you know you think people are too alike and they put them in a match. They're not. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. Um, yeah. So that, how old is Jericho? By the way, he's 49. He's he's really impressive for 49. Like he's because I've seen like there's people who at that age do part time at this point now. And yeah, Jericho's still doing it. Well, yeah, and he's still having good matches. And, mm-hmm. like, if he can get over a guy like a punk like Sammy Guevara, who yeah. uh, is very hard to like. Yeah. But every week, Sammy Guevara does something else. Phenomenal. That to, Like did, like his nip up. That's right. Like how he he does it, but he slowly gets up. When I, How do you control your body like that? Dancers, man. <laughs> Dancers. Dancers. Uh, you know, and but Jericho's posse is great. I love that he has uh, Jake Hagar in his in his posse. Right. Um, I love that night that he shut down. Uh, you know that was a they're chanting "We the People." Oh yeah, he shut down. And he was like, "That was a terrible gimmick from terrible and writers." Stopped it and stopped it cold. Like Jericho owns. I also like the, the spoof he did on Cody Rhodes for his uh, upcoming match promo, which was great because oh. Cody Rhodes. Everybody was like, "Like we." So we, I went to. That's the night I was at Joy Wrestling's Bar Wrestling. Okay. And so we went there that night, but you walk in and they had AEW on the big screen. And everybody's like, they're playing the later version of it. It already aired earlier. So everybody's like, did you see Jericho's, I mean, did you see Cody, Cody's speech? Everybody was talking about Cody's speech. And then we watched Cody's speech and I was like, fuck, undeniable. He did the same thing. The passion though, I mean. But the, the passion's there and everything. But it's just like, you know. I, I think Cody's great, but I mean, like to, to say I will never contest for the title again, mm-hmm. the world title. It's like, well, that doesn't. What does that mean? Stardust is going to come back. Change his name. Or change, change your name. Like you. Like how are we going to get around this? Change or, the name of the title. Well, or 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 what about or what about um, uh, money in the bank match type sort of thing? Yeah, there are a lot of ways around the the loophole um, that uh, of that match, but of course. That match, he busted himself open. Oh, so that looked like a harsh hit. But oh. it looks like he, like you know, like it looks like he did the match. I mean, the move, the regular way he would do it, mm-hmm. if that ramp was not there, like his face hit. Where uh, that wasn't planned. I don't think. No, he has bad luck with bleeding. I noticed that. What's that? He has bad luck with blood, like getting hit in the head. Well, I don't know Tied. if you've ever seen his dad's matches. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a little. I've seen him only a few times when I was a kid, and that was in WWF, unfortunately. If there's two things they have in common, it's a lisp and blood. He has a lisp. Dusty and Cody, of course. I hardly noticed it off Cody. Oh yeah, Cody has the lisp for sure, for sure. Not as noticeable as Dusty though. No, well, no, no, Dusty is. Death it has the lift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can hear it. But no, but you it, Cody, it picks up every now and again. I've always noticed that. 
Okay. But you yeah, know, I just said, because like when he got hit with Sean Spears with that chair, it wasn't supposed to happen. That fall in the face, he took wasn't supposed to. You know what I mean? Like, I think he just has. Well, again, like a lot of, like nothing's scripted. Yeah. Nothing's practiced. A lot of the stuff is can be sloppy at times. You know, you watch uh, a match with Jack Evans and the other neon green guy, and they do some sloppy stuff. And, uh, you know, or, or anytime somebody starts throwing around Marco Stunt, Jesus Christ. Oh. You know, I saw that guy smoking one time. <laughs> I was like, Marco, smoking stunts your growth. Marco, stunt, <laughs> smoking stunt. I, I can't remember where I was. I don't know if it was WWE or AW, but I, never, I saw a botch power slam. It looked so bad. I can't watch Botchamania because I don't like It wasn't botch a botch, Mania. no, it was an actual match. But like, oh, yeah. I just saw a, like, a power slam. They had to, they had to redo it twice. Ugh. I think it was Cody, no, it was AEW. Cody Rhodes was uh, getting all amped up, and he was going to give MJF a power slam. Yeah. And he, the first time, it just... Fortunately, the announcers are like, "Oh, he doesn't have an enemy; he's still beaten up from whatever." But like, it looks so. Oh yeah, ugly. Yeah. Well, like I was telling you, I watched a match last night. I watched MLW last night, and uh, if you haven't watched MLW, MLW is another great organization with the great product. Uh, you know, they have they have uh, Fatu uh, as the uh, the champ right now. Uh, Teddy Hart's there. God bless Teddy Hart. Is he the one that's hard to get along with? Teddy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was legendary. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Davey Boy Smith Jr. is there. Harry is there. And um, and so uh, the Von Erics are also there. The Von Erics are, are ripped. And they're, they're, they're you know, they're, they look, they're brothers. How many are left, the Von Erics? What's that? How many are left? Well. Because that curse and everything. Well, they're, <laughs> that curse and everything. I think the curse has been lifted. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, they had a, a they, Papa, Shango, they, Papa Shango. They came bought over. a gypsy and they won the match. Well, Papa Shango came over. Oh, really? Yeah, and he had some sage. Right. And he saged their house and he took away their guns. So it turns out <laughs> they can't kill themselves if they don't have guns or pills. And he so didn't introduce them to rope. He took away the rope. He took, he took away the, he took rope, the rope, the pills, and, and, the, and, the, and the gun. And needles. And, and the, you ever Did you watch that documentary? Uh with the Von Erichs about I just watched a little bit of the dark where Kevin Von Erich said, I just wish I could, you know, grab Carrie one last time and take him away from everything and we'd drive up to Alaska and we'd hunt bears with our revolvers. Jesus. I was like, dude, you, I'm like, you can't drive him barefoot. It's illegal. <laughs> you know, like barefoot hunting bears. Well, Von Erich, he like Kevin Von Erich always didn't wear shoes, right? Oh yeah, right. He wore he did, he wore wrestled in bare feet. It's a riddle. Yeah. You know, well, what do you mean the riddle effect? No. I know. Obviously, he wasn't the first. I'm just oh using. well, you know why he did it, right? Because he was afraid of heels. Anyways, <laughs> that was the <laughs> riddle. So n- so no face. So it's always gonna be a face. He cuts a bit. He's afraid of heels. Oh. So anyway, um, but no, but anyways, I uh, working off top. Von Erichs are there, mm-hmm. and they're great. The okay. brothers. And they're uh, in filthy Tom Lawler is out is in a cahoots with them, and Tom Lawler is a real shoot guy and he's a real UFC guy, mm-hmm. and he's going up against Davy Boy, and as uh, so we have a shoot match and it's pretty good, but then at one point he gets turned into wrestling, but then at one point he just thumbs him in the eye. And classic. It, no, because it was real. Oh, and not classic. And his eye was like boom, like I was like Davy really selling it, but then the next move he didn't sell. Like I'm like. The next move was like uh, uh, he dropped him on his back on his knee and then flip as he came down on his chest with an elbow right, and uh, and then pinned him. But it didn't look like a move that was going to garner a pin. 
but his eye was, and then you saw his eye afterwards. Right. Fuck. There was ah. two things that you just reminded me of when you said that. First of all, Vader, when his eye popped out, he popped it back. Second thing, Ooh. the match with, um, who was it? I think it was Jeff Jarrett and Sid Vicious. Yeah. And the fall, he jumped from the top. Because I guess Russo wanted him to make a move. I don't want to talk about it. All right. like, just like, yeah. I know what's going on. Yes. And then Animal came with an elbow uh. drop. And that was it. And as I was thinking, oh, it must be that. We said the elbow drop or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, oh, that must be the the X being called. So horrible. Oh, that looked so gross. Uh, so speaking of Jericho, um, AEW, and we're speaking of MJF as well. Mm-hmm. MJF is also in Major League Wrestling as well. Mm-hmm. He's part of the dynasty. I believe uh, that. He's and they're great. He's a really good character. He's a good character, and uh, the story of him is great, that he, uh, Cody found him in Canada mm-hmm. wrestling. Really? I remember I was I knew him as MJF because I saw him doing some Impact shows. Right. But then he was at a Smash show, and he was just by himself, and nobody was talking to him because he wasn't popular yet. Right. But it's like I always thought he had an it factor to him. But, you know, sometimes when a wrestler is by themselves and nobody's there. You never know. It's like. Do you want to be that fucking guy yeah. to walk over and talk his ear off? Like, he doesn't care, does he? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, he's so good at being a dick. Just say it's hi like, and, like, try to wave it out kind of thing, maybe? Well, now it's different. Now he's a superstar. Right. Like, oh, well, sorry. He's not a superstar. He's a, what is what do ADEW call their wrestlers? He's a wrestler. Oh, yeah, good call. A wrestler, yeah. Because a superstar is somebody who's in the WWE. Yeah. No, right? they're not wrestlers in the WWE. No, they're not. They're wrestlers is passe. Yeah. Uh, the day of the good oh. guy and the bad guy. This reminds me of a Daniel Bryan John Cena promo. Well, let's okay. But well, 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 speaking of promos for a second, we mm-hmm. talked about this earlier. Um, with with um, Fox has hired CM Punk mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. join backstage, which is a uh, panel show for wrestling periodically though it's not like on every show it's going to be like here and there he's going to be the residential expert on wrestling because the four wrestlers that are on the show aren't good enough um <laughs> with, with that, no they are booker t's a two time champion yeah and Samoa joe is a fucking no amateur by any means um but cm punk is back but he's not really with the wwe he's with uh, fox mm-hmm. and the wwe but the fact is is at what point um does he come back? Like, is it going to, like, this is wrestling. This isn't football. In wrestling, a wrestler, like, look at the hottest thing a couple of years ago with SmackDown Talk Live. Right. Was Daniel Bryan and, and the, the Miz, Miz and the fucking feud that they had. Right. On that show. You thought it was real. You thought it was real. Exactly. Yeah. So, what happens, what happens if something like that happens on 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 Fox. What happens if Samoa Joe just gets tired of his of his shtick and just walks over and s- cup slaps him in the ear and knocks him on the fucking ground? Then CM Punk's going to have to do something. I have, and th- then he's back in wrestling. I have a theory. I think he'll this first match is going to he has to have a headline WrestleMania. I think that probably be because it's one that he always wanted to do. He wanted to headline WrestleMania. Yeah. So I feel like if he's going to do anything in WWE. It, that's his, probably going to be his compromise. Well, he's definitely going to be uh, at the Royal Rumble. Is he? No, that was where else would you put him? You put him in at number 30. Oh, my God. Imagine the pop at the Royal Rumble. Holy shit. Is it Chicago? 
I don't know no no uh, Survivor Series in Chicago. No, Mr. Rumble, I'm saying. No, I don't know where the Rumble is this oh. year. But regardless, he's not going to have the main event at, at, at WrestleMania, though. I'm sorry. That's not... Um, I don't know. Next year, maybe? maybe? Who knows? It, 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 could, it could be this year. Who knows? Or next year. If he wins year. the Rumble, he mm-hmm. walks into it. And do the people want to see a Brock Lesnar CM Punk match? No. Do you think Lesnar will still have the title for that long? Yes, Lesnar will have it as long. Oh well, well, no, the Fiend has it right now. Well, the, yeah, exactly. But here's the thing: I don't even know, and I haven't watched. Just take away. Lately. I just want to take away from either. But what's going on with the Fiend? Like, does the Fiend coexist? Like, does Bray Wyatt get to defend the title, or does, or, or is just the Fiend only the one wrestles? Well, it? apparently Bray Wyatt's defending the title against Giant Daniel Bryan. So, but it's not going to be the Fiend. Someone had a theory. I don't know if it was you. Were, I don't know if it was you or not. Well, I think he's mentally ill. No, that too. But I uh, think he's got a split personality. But that's the thing. Like they think that I don't know. If, yeah, I think I saw it on uh, Call of the Holic Actually, was uh, someone had a theory that when the Fiend defends a title, it would be a different title. Like it would change. It would transition to the the rumored title that he was going to make about like kind of evil hmm. dead esque. What if he rather? What if he's a face as Bray Wyatt, but he's a heel as, uh, as a Fiend? That would be. In, I would love to see because like that. he is a kids show. Yeah, he's not like when Seth was hitting him. He was like, why, Seth? Why? Yeah, yeah. And clearly he doesn't understand what The Fiend has done because they're different personalities. I would love that. I would love that. I was always wanting something like that. Someone was a face and a heel. Well, you know what? Go watch the fucking movie Split and uh, and watch that guy because that guy pulls off those multiple personalities like a fucking pro. Really? Like, oh, my God. And then, yeah, and then they finally did a, a sequel to Unbreakable. Right. This isn't even about wrestling, but it pretty much is. Yeah. Uh, with that Everything's said, about wrestling. Everything's about wrestling. With that said, we're talking about promos. We're talking about the CM Punk mm-hmm. thing. Uh, we'll close out on this. Um, Chris Jericho. And Chris Jericho. Okay, first of all, Chris Jericho, as great as he is, he borrows a lot of things from other people. Uh, he borrows. But was he borrowing or was he taking the shot? Well, hold on. He borrows like, a little bit of the bubble. He came out right after and said, I took that from Jim Carrey. Really? In uh, in in um, fucking Dumb and Dumber. I don't remember that. Scene. Yeah, he goes. They walk into the bar. Like, can he get something to drink? He says, and, and Jim Carrey goes, a little bit of the bubble. But the way he does it, yeah. is different from the way Jericho does it. But obviously, a little bit of the bubble. Like I remember when Jericho would be on uh, on uh, Monday Nitro, right? Uh, or ni- uh, sorry, what was it? Monday Night. What was it? Uh, Monday Night Raw. Mon- no, no, Raw is Jericho. Monday Nitro. But they had Monday Nitro. Monday Night. Uh, Jericho Monday Night Jericho no what did Jericho uh, call the it Lionheart? Yeah, when he was Lionheart Raw is Jericho Raw is Jericho is when he did when he did that right but he did Monday Night Jericho Jericho as well yeah. Monday Nitro from the from like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So anyways, WCW this like, is the Dolphus days they had a shirt for too and everything like that but anyways what he did was he'd come out and he'd be like look at all the people here tonight I'm like that's David Lee Roth or he would say yeah, he's a he's a fan though you can tell. I'm the Ayatollah of rock and roller. Yeah, uh, Jesse Ventura has used that in the past. Uh, rock and roll Buck Zumhoff has doing that has used it in the past. But don't Google him; he's not a good person. Right. Um, so he's borrowed and used things time and time again, catchphrases and what else and whatnot. Is there but a difference between paying homage though and borrowing? Like Velveteen Dream does stuff like that. Well, Velveteen Dream is yeah paying homage and definitely. But you know, it's like—is it homage? Is it sampling? Is it ripping off? Yeah, it's—we uh, know what it is in stand-up. 
It's not fucking. Ha- <laughs> it's not. It's definitely not fucking paying homage. Yeah, that's fair. If somebody takes a joke, <laughs> if they take your fucking joke, you know, and then they make first one to television. Okay, whatever, whatever, rock star. None of us are going to TV. I yeah. saw a guy say that to another guy, and it was just like, you're the last person to be saying first one to TV, like seriously. So, um, with that said, Jer- is Jericho once again? Jericho has uh, the vision to reinvent himself. But last week, the promo <laughs> from from uh, from AEW, it was vaguely familiar, and you brought it up to say to what it was. Mm-hmm. I already knew what it reminded me of, right? But I just sometimes I think maybe it's just me. Mm-hmm. But then, sure enough, you said, "Didn't it remind you of this?" And I was like, "Fuck, one hundred percent." I've already been thinking about it. And we watched it today, and we found a third thing that it reminded this us of. This one I didn't see coming. So, so. so we're going to play these three promos, and you tell me um, if if they if we're going to play the promo. The, the original one the first? Origi- no, no, no. We're going to play the AEW one. Right. And then we're going to play two, uh, two options of what it sounds like more like. Okay. Which one reminds you more? Is he reincarnating himself or is he t- borrowing something Sample. what is he doing right so so here we go uh hopefully this will the, and we're gonna this will this will and this will uh, we'll go out on this um but scott before we get these videos set up um where can we find you online and uh where can we see you uh if we want to go and uh, check out one of your shows uh i'm online at uh facebook just my name scott porteous instagram and twitter also scott porteous it should show up as is um shows I'm, I'm just all over calgary um you can catch me uh, i can't say when because it's pretty much random but uh i'm at comedy monday night a lot uh cool. i'm at um julia's castle on sundays broken city on mondays uh jupiter on wednesdays so just in calgary just in calgary comedy show in calgary and and uh and scott is a former uh like myself a former uh hashtag champion uh, of the At Midnight Comedy Central series. Uh, he won a, uh, a hashtag war that had over 60,000 tweets one night uh, with a very clever hashtag. What was it again? Oh, uh, Ice Bucket Challenge. And it's in hashtag uh, romance in three words. Your, oh. your romantic life in three words. Or your sex life in three words, sorry. And yours was Ice Bucket Challenge? Yeah. And there we go. So he won with that. And uh, and, 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 and that's fantastic. Um, uh, the minute we met... Uh, First time we met, I immediately remember asking him about uh, hashtag wars and how that was he at played. Rouge, and that was at Rouge in Edmonton, Alberta, uh, home of uh, great wrestlers like um, uh, uh, Stu Hart. So, uh, <laughs> so here we go. We're gonna play the AEW clip. Hold on, and hopefully we get this all set up right and uh, everything works out. All right, so here we go. Um, yeah, so here we go. This is uh, Chris Jericho asking uh, MJF. A uh, very important question uh, from last week on AEW Dynamite. So here we go. Point being is this. I can understand why you'd want to be in the inner circle because just being in the ring with Chris Jericho puts you on a higher level, doesn't it, Max? So let me ask you once again. Do you want to be in the inner circle? I don't know, Christopher. Do you want me to be in the inner circle? I don't know. Yeah. Do you want to be in the inner circle? I don't know. Do you want me to be in the inner circle, Chris? Do you want to be in the inner circle? Do you Max? want me to be in the inner circle? Do you want to be in the inner circle? Do you want me to be in the inner circle?
I'm gonna say this one more time. Do you want to be in the inner circle? Do you want me to be in the inner circle, Chris? All right, you know what? You know who the biggest jackass is in oh, AEW? Oh, I know, I know who the biggest jackass in AEW oh, is. Oh, yeah, do you want to say know? it right now? I'm gonna say I'm gonna it first. Do you want to know who the biggest jackass is? I'm gonna say it I'm gonna say it. Cody Rose! Okay, now we we saw that, and immediately I thought it sounded very, very, very familiar uh, to a couple other things that I've heard before. And uh, so we'll just load up the other two here. So this is uh, one of the things I thought uh, sounded very, very much, very much like it. <laughs> and, uh, and, and maybe you guys uh, might hear the similarities. I know you are, but what am I? 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 No, I'm not. You, you are. are. No, no way. way. Knock it, it off. off. Cut, Cut it, it out. out. Oh, shut up, Pee-wee. Why don't you make me? Why don't you make me? Because I don't make monkeys. I just trade them. I only trade them. All right, that was, uh, so that was Pee-wee Herman's Big Adventure. It wasn't really a wrestling clip, what you were expecting, but you can see the similarities between I know you are, but what am I? And do you want to be in the in the in the inner circle? I don't know. Do I want to be in the circle? You know, it sounded very much like that. Now I'm not saying Chris Jericho took it from that, but uh, it is reminiscent of it, and it does remind me of it, and it does make me laugh. But with that said, if there's one clip, or if there's one thing Jericho took that promo about the inner circle and MJF from the other night. If there's anything it was taken from, uh, it was taken from uh, Monday Night Raw, November 21st, 2016, Ke- the night after Survivor Series. Kevin Owens was in the ring in Toronto on the highlight reel, and him and Jericho looked like they were going to break up. And uh, let's just go to that uh, right now, and uh, we'll listen to that clip, and you can see the similarities between the AEW and the WWE clip. Here we go. Well, you know what? If that's how you really feel, maybe we don't have much of a friendship to begin with. Because every week it's the same thing. RKO, Pedigree, Spear. You're never there when I need your help. You're never there to have my back week after week after week. You know what, Owens? I know who's at fault for us losing at Survivor Series last oh, yeah. night. So do I. Yeah, I do too. I know, I know exactly you know, who it was. Why don't you say who it is? You want me to say it? Say it. You want me to say who's yeah, fault on, it was? Say it. You know, I'm letting you to say it. I'm disgusted by this. I'm finished with this conversation, and Kevin Owens, I'm finished with you. No, no, no. I'll tell you whose fault it is. Roman Reigns! There you have it. Basically, the exact same promo, building up the exact same suspense. However... You didn't hear the first time you heard it, you heard it clear. But that time when you heard it uh, was the first time I heard it, and my heart was a flutter. So if you could hear my heartbeat, I apologize about that because even as they were talking, my heartbeat was going. And if you could hear that in the background, I apologize. I'm not a techno wizard, but 
Uh, if that ain't doggone taking from Chris Jericho, I don't know what is. Do you remember when John Fogarty got sued by his record label for sounding like CCR? I, <laughs> you're like, that's impossible. John Fogarty is CCR. Well, I wonder if the WWE could sue for a promo that sounded exactly like Y2J. Hmm, just a question. What do you think? Let us know. Hit us up, talkwrestling at gmail.com. Uh, or tweet us out at, or tweet at us. Just hit us up and let us know what you think about this series and what do you thought about that promo. Uh, other than that, thank you for being here for a great day on uh, Talking Wrestling. Thanks, Scott, for dropping by and being on the show. And uh, once again, thank you for letting us put a headlock in years. Uh, have a great day, and uh, we'll talk at you next week. Adios. <laughs>